everyone, my name is Misty Nicole with TheLadyPreferstoSave.com and welcome to my first Anchor recording. I am excited about this app and the opportunity that it presents me and my digital influence and blogging pursuits. I hope to use this app as a means to perpetuate my other podcasting goals in 2018. And with that said today, I wanted to share something that has been really on my mind as of late. As we are in the spring, and with that comes thoughts of renewal and perspective, I've really thought about some of the ways that my life has truly changed in the past few years. Small, intentional ways that I've become a different person. Among them being the adaption of becoming a minimalist. And while many people may think that minimalism is all about white walls and clutter-free countertops, for me that's not the entire story. For me, minimalism is all about knowing that having less stuff offers me more space. Space in my life for focus, gratitude, and meaningful work. Because minimalism isn't just about a cleared off desk or bookshelves that are overstuffed. It's about a life prescribed for productivity and perspective without filters of any kind. For me, minimalism has allowed me to not lose sleep over keeping up with trends. Because when it comes to stuff, minimalists aim to just own less, investing in fewer, higher quality pieces while not spending on current seasonal fixes because disposable trends in fast fashion cost you more than money. They tend to cost you precious, valuable, irreplaceable time. That's not to say that minimalists don't pay attention to style. I just find that they tend to invest more in their own personal style, not the style dictated by consumer trends. Instead of trying to fit in, minimalists focus on who they are and what's right for them in their current season of life. For me, I love to purchase secondhand first fashion. I like to find pieces in vintage shops that are made of cotton or linen or canvas or other pieces that I feel will feel as good on as look as good out. I like to have pieces in my wardrobe that reflect who and what I am and not what stylists have dictated, especially as a plus size woman. I need to feel comfortable in my current pursuit of life and I feel that body positivity starts with feeling and looking your best. I also feel that as a minimalist I no longer succumb to decision fatigue before noon. Energy spent on inconsequential decisions like what to wear, eat for breakfast, where to look for the keys that are missing yet again. Time that adds up so fast. We all have a limited amount of decision-making power each day and using it on details takes away from our ability to become what really matters. When you pare down your wardrobe, your kitchen, your clutter, you also cut out the unnecessary options too. Minimalists save their decision-making power for creative projects, relationships with family and friends, self-care, wealth management, debt elimination, meaningful dialogue, education, and for productive, soul-affirming work. By having eliminated the unnecessary in my own life, I've created more energy for what matters most, and I am a better person for it. 
I also feel that as a minimalist, I'm no longer drowning in email because decluttering isn't just about what people see. It's about the nitpicky things like office supplies. Minimalists keep their digital lives clutter-free too, and it includes unsubscribing from emails that are no longer useful. I like the mantra from William Morris that says, have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. And this for me includes only inviting messages into my inbox if they are useful or delightful to receive. Messages and verbiage that helps to perpetuate my morning, to inspire me to be a better wife, that helps me to be a better family member, that helps me think of life in a better way. I also find that when I eliminate unnecessary emails and subscriptions, I'm also able to save money and to avoid the temptation of overspending, especially prudent if you are in a no-spend challenge like myself or working your way out of consumer, student loan, housing, or medical debt. All measures that can start by simply clicking unsubscribe. I also find that minimalist pursuits have helped me to worry less about what other people think. As a minimalist, I've had to learn not to deter to the crowd when it comes to important decisions in my life. Living with less, for me, is like swimming upstream. And minimalists seem to get a lot of practice at doing what they think is best instead of following popular opinion, even if it's harder, even if others question their path, even if friends distance themselves from you, even if your actions, thoughts, opinions, and words are considered dramatic and drastic. Most of us have a tendency to be overly influenced by the opinions of others, thinking, what will I wear? Where shall I live? What shall I do that will be most conducive to what I see online? But I find that my best choices are made when I let go of that inner fearful voice. When I stand to practice what I believe and making apologies if necessary afterwards. I also find that as a minimalist, I no longer spend my weekends cleaning. Because when you have things in your home that you're not truly utilizing, things that you buy, things that take up copious amounts of space, you also have to maintain that stuff. You have to store it, clean it, fix it, organize it, insure it, maintain it perpetually. And can we talk about decluttering for a minute? It's such an unnecessary thing, but still such a necessary evil. Decluttering, you know, in its truest sense is such a futile pursuit and that it needs to constantly be re-executed to maintain your own self-imposed organizational standards at home. As a minimalist, I always advocate for de-owning. The act of relinquishing possessions that you do not need or simply bring no necessity to my days. I like to take solace in the knowledge that in donating items, they can help supplement the needs of others while allowing me to reinvest my time in pursuits that help me grow as a person and help my family grow as well. As a minimalist, I refuse to give up my free time to maintain clutter. Instead of storing everything I've ever owned, things I irrationally feel I may one day need, I simply let go, detach, Put faith in myself to acquire those items again should I need them, 
and give myself the grace to use my weekends for things that are actually important, like volunteering, donating to charity, spending time with my family, patronizing small businesses, buying farm fresh produce from my local farmer's market in season, and refreshing my mind with a good book from my county library. I also feel that as a minimalist, I no longer have to spend my time cleaning up messes. Most people I would say would agree with this. We love a clean home, but we hate to clean. I love order, but I don't love the chaos that ensues or having to coerce my husband and family to clean and organize at my standard of tidiness at home. The easiest way for me as a minimalist to keep things tidy has been to just let things go. Because for me, cleared off countertops are easier to wipe up. Cleared floors are not only more visually appealing, but they're easier to vacuum. I no longer just reorganize, I remove things from our home. And I seek to have items in my home each have their own specific nook to reside in when they're not in use. For me as a minimalist, it's easier to just not have as many things than to nag others to maintain my own standards. I also feel that as a minimalist, I no longer have to relish in the past. Because for me, personally, the things I'm surrounded with remind me of what's important to believe in. And if you don't weed out the belongings you've overgrown and outgrown and moved past in your current season, it's like your, your past, traumatic as it may have been, is still living with you all the time. You don't need to own everything you've ever used and instead keep things that support who and what you are hoping to become, letting go of the rest. As my grandmother used to say, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. And I like to extend this to the minimal possessions I own. I also feel it is a minimalist. I love that I no longer have forgotten what my loved ones look like. Many minimalists, including myself, have this crazy idea that wanting less is better than buying more. That they grow rich by keeping their wants few. That they don't need to spend time and money buying things they don't need to impress people they may or may not even like. And whatever your budget, spending less will help you make that budget stretch longer, leaving you with more time to be with friends and family, away from work, and to stress less during your downtime, enabling you to actually enjoy the time you spend with others. This would also allow you to gain perspective on yourself, to help develop relationships with your online businesses, your personal tribes, perhaps becoming closer to family members or investing time into self-care. For me, being a minimalist isn't about cutting things out of my life, it's simply about bringing quality into my life. I also feel that minimalism helps me stay curious. For me, minimalism is all about being open to the world around you. And that minimalism enables me to creatively think. And that creativity requires me to stay curious. Minimalists get to practice curiosity all the time because we're constantly asking ourselves questions like, why do I own this? Why did I say yes to that? Is this habit still serving me? What would life be without this? 
what's really important to me? And can I let this go? I find that the practice of asking questions and seeking my own answers, not just the cultural or faith appropriated ones, is helpful in so many facets of my life. I find that minimalism enables me to see the world through a childlike perspective that many years ago I would have said was dead and gone, that today is not only very much alive, but perpetuates who and what I shall become in the future, and I am very grateful for that. I also find that minimalism helps me invest in memories, because many minimalists prioritize experiences over things. Instead of collecting knickknacks and tchotchkes, we collect memories. Whether we're having fun as a family, planning outings with friends, or even going solo, minimalists aren't looking for the next great thing to buy, to keep, or to taunt with others. Rather, keeping an eye out for the next adventure is the priority. And this includes gift giving, which is the perfect opportunity to think out of the box and give the gift of perspective and experience, especially to your children. To build memories instead of delving out money to others has been one of the greatest pursuits of my last half in life. I find that as a minimalist, I am more intentional in my pursuit of making memories and that I get to design my own life, a simpler, more organized version of what I currently have. And the blessing in the design is you can start any day in any place or even now. You can design a life on less, a life of more, more of what you love, less of what you don't. It's a process, and thankfully, we're all in it together as minimalists. And so everyone, thank you again for listening to this Anchor recording. Again, my name is Misty Nicole with theladypreferstosave.com. I wish you the best of the rest of the hour spent in your day. And as always, please be kind to yourself and to others and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you, friends.